0: Good morning. Today is the 23rd day of Adar, 5783, corresponding to Thursday, March 16th, 2023. We are beginning chapter 37 today, continuing on the conversation of bringing the light of God into the world with regards to our actions, our mitzvot. And what the Alter Rebbe begins the chapter with is a message to his readers saying that the work you do now will have an effect in the Messianic era. The goal being that if we perform what we need to perform in this time, in this period of exile, we will eventually come back to bringing out this light. So how do we do that? That comes through the mitzvot. That comes through the actions that we have to take. and. So what he describes is a reminder to us that whenever we take an action that has a positive, has an effect on the world, a positive action, a doing, or an avoidance of something that we don't do, but I think here we're much more dealing with the positive doing, we are removing the power of this Sitra achar, this dark side, and revealing the light that's entrapped in it. We're carving away at the shell. And so, this chapter, this part of the chapter we're going to look at today, its entire focus is on how do we, on, on the actually doing of this removal of this husk. So, the outdoor river presents some of the Mitzvot which is very clearly where we're doing this. In other words, we're taking something that is mundane or is animalistic and we're changing its status through the work that we do, through the uh, through using it for something that's holy. So for example, we have Tefillin and we have a mezuzah and we have a Sefer Torah, we have a Torah scroll, all of which... Contain animal parts, so the skin of the animal, right? We write on parchment, which is based, which is made from the skin of an animal. The straps of the tefillin are from the hide of an animal, and so what we're doing is by taking this thing that we see as non-holy, as non-kadosh, we are then By performing this mitzvah, lifting it up, we are now making it something that is um, holy. We are now, and what we're doing is we're we're removing those, the husks. Okay. He also points this up by etchok, by money given to charity. That we acquire through our normal means. So, everything that we do in this world has the opportunity to be lifted up in a spiritual sense. This is a very important concept as it relates to how we live. When we look at our actions as spiritual, we can't, you know, we've been talking about how action is spiritual. We've been talking about how it's not just thought and speech, which we're going to come to actually momentarily in this chapter, but we're talking about action itself. It's important to do. We sometimes lose track of the idea that it's our actions that form part of our spiritual basis. We saw this just yesterday, right? You need all three parts. And so we're emphasizing that here by saying, well, when you do this, what you're really doing is you're taking something natural, something built in, something that's very distant, something material, and you're saying, well, it's not really just material. It's something greater than. And so when you do the mitzvah, you dissolve all the, the, the bad and you and everything goes up and it absorbs the light of the insuf of this infinite light and then God is revealed, right? There's nothing hidden from us at this point. Um, and I actually like the line that he says here in the end of that part of it, which is, There is no concealment of the countenance of God whatsoever. It's it's light. I like that line because so much of our challenges, we always think that God is concealed. Right? So we always think about God in this so far away that's so withdrawn that we can't see God. And yet here he's saying, well, if you do those things that are godly by their very nature, you will see God's presence. Not literally seeing God, but you will experience that divine vitality. So further on, this isn't just about them. This really is about ourselves. One of the things that we've not really noticed, is, okay, we have this animal soul that is enwrapped in this klipat noga. And the key word here is this noga, that light part. Can we do the same thing for this soul? Can we actually remove, or at least downplay the power of it through the doing of its so, own? And we know the answer is yes, we've seen that before. But I think the imagery here is much stronger in that now we're saying well if you change the edifice if you change the approach you can reveal that which is hidden you can reveal the light that's in the animal part of our being okay so we then go on to the last part of today's Piece, which has to do with thought. That's all nice for action. But what about our thoughts? What about our speech? Let's go back around now, right? We've been we harped on the, the idea of thought and speech for so long, right? The importance of recognizing God and thinking about God and reflecting on God. Then we've shifted over to action. And action seems to have a lot of power to it. It has the ability to clean, to wipe away. But he says that even in our speech and in our thought we actually can perpetuate the same removal of these husks. Ironically, it's through action. It's through the action of our lips. Our lips moving is an action unto itself. We don't often think of it that way. We think of action as what our hands do, our feet do, but it's even our lips. And so what the Altarebi's essential point here is That if you think that it's your thought and your speech, it's your thought, forget speech for a moment, it's your thought that works. It's not your thought that itself works. It's the thought that it's actualized through speech. But it's not speech like I'm doing right now. It's even as simple as I'm reading a book and I am moving my lips to the words that I'm reading. I'm mouthing those words. Um, Which, of course, we're taught not to do as we get older. Though, in a way, maybe we are doing that even subconsciously, but be that as it may any physical part of our body that is doing some sort of movement would be considered action. And so therefore, the action of speech is bringing out this light. The more we put into it, the more the energy comes out and we gets brought into the place of holiness to the point where everything in our body is claiming screaming out for God. Now it's interesting, I want to point this out, total aside, I don't know if this was intentional, so this is just me riffing off of something interesting. It says towards the end of the chapter that all my bones shall declare God who is like you, right, based on the book of Psalms, and so the question here is, the the interesting point here is that we are in chapter 37, and for those that are interested in these number connections for a moment. Of course, chapter 37 of the book of Ezekiel is the Valley of the Dry Bones, where God resurrects through a vision, or at least Ezekiel sees it as a vision, this, this notion, resurrects the bones that are said to have been from the tribe of, I think it's Menasha, who left Egypt early, and they, they got slaughtered by the Philistines, they weren't supposed to leave at that point, but the bones would be crying out to God Similar to here, so it's interesting that the, those slight connections between the 37 and the 37. But maybe that's me overreading it. Nevertheless, coming back to our point, the the body is getting is absorbing this positive light. On the flip side, forgetfulness in matters of the Torah stems from the the shells of the body and the vitalizing animal soul. Um, Right, so we lose we, we we can we lose this when we're when we're not in this place, and so the holiness gets when the holiness comes out, we don't have any more forgetfulness, and finally, the whole point of this is if we play down the physical and we raise up the spiritual, we are revealing God's light. So just to review, because I think it it gets a little choppy at points. First part of chapter 37 introduces us or reminds us again of the importance of the actions we take, but also the thought and the speech within the mitzvot as means of revealing God's light that is already inherent even within the animal soul, because as we said, even the animal soul, even the Sitra has divine within it, but it is so far removed it takes work to clean it. It's like scrubbing away at the rust, if you will. Um, And so with that, I want to wish everybody a wonderful day and I look forward to continuing our journey of Chapter 37 tomorrow um, when we continue on this conversation of light.